of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all! What's up, guys? We're here to go over Bellator 291 in Dublin, Ireland. Five fights on this one that we're going to go over on the main card. The first one, Kieran Clark and Leonardo Sinis. We got one coming in at six and zero, oh, and the other eleven. Leonardo's coming in at eleven five and one. Yeah, Kieran Clark's good. He's a he's a Bellator guy. He's been, uh, I think, all his fights have been in Bellator six and zero. Oh. He's a guy um, who I've been watching a lot. I I believe him and Lucas will run into each other at some point. Okay. He is out of SPG Ireland, where Connor trains, and my friend John Cavanaugh is the coach. Nice. Um, good guy. Good submissions. Um, I don't know what belt he is in jiu-jitsu. He, he, looks, he looks good. He, he's, been, he's been tested already um, in, in the couple of his fights where one fight I think he was – I thought he was losing and about to lose and then pulled off a rear naked choke literally at the end of the third. Um, I think it was the end of the third. Um, the other guy, Leonardo Sinas, I do not know anything about this guy. He doesn't even have a picture on the yeah. on the lineup. Yeah, I was looking at um, that. It's at a catch weight of 147 point something. Uh, and they have the guy listed at 150 and, and Kieran at 145. So I'd imagine he's the one coming down to the, to the catch weight since uh, Kieran Clark fights at 145. So is that – we've talked about this. I mean, we saw this last time we, we called the UFC one with uh, Volkanovski. Since he doesn't – since Kieran doesn't have to cut as much, is he going to have more energy? You feel like that's an advantage for him to be not cutting as much and fighting at a higher weight? Sure, sure. It's only, I mean, he's two and a half pounds, but literally the last two and a half, three pounds are the hardest during the cut. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure he'll feel good at that weight. The other guy, I don't know what he walks at, so he may only be cutting a little bit to get to 47. So if he if It says 150, but he's either a 55er or he's a 45er. Those are the two weight classes right, right. there, so... Whatever he decides, you know, whatever he walks around at will be, you know, if he has a lot to cut, sure, he's going he's gonna to be a little more drained than Kieran for sure. Uh, Sinise does come in. I mean, he's got, he's got some experience. I'm pulling up his record right now. Um, I don't recognize a lot of these. MCP is one of the um, uh, promotions. He's from, where is he from? Greece. Greece, Greece, yeah. Um, and it looks like, you know, RFN, I, I've seen a lot of, like, this is his first time, obviously, getting into a, a larger promotion. Um, How, how's he winning when he's winning? Submission, his last two wins are submissions, and then he has three losses, TKO, TKO, and a unanimous decision. Two wins before that are uh, TKO and a rear naked, uh, rear naked, submission, submission, submission. This guy's All right, almost so. every win except for one has been by submission. So he might be a decent test for Kieran, depending on the quality of the guys that this guy's fought, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. It'll be a good step up for him. It's about that time. He's at 6-0. and um, Luke's at 7-0, and and he's the, he's there now, you know? Luke's about to fight a guy that's 4-1 and one in Bellator. Okay. So, you know, we'll uh, get that step up at the same time, basically. Um, it's interesting that uh, Leonardo... His nickname is Pitbull, and I kind of feel like you can't you can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many Pitbulls at this point. Um, yeah, but I kind of feel like, and I'm not saying that he's not good, but right. I feel like you, you might have to earn that one a little. Oh bit yeah, more. especially um, fighting the same organization as uh, that's yeah the Pitbull brothers. That's right. <laughs> I, so do you have a feeling one way or another on this? One? I'm going to go with Kieran Clark. Um, I just feel 
you know, he's the guy that's being built up right now. I'm sure John Cavanaugh has watched this guy, you know, and, and uh, they're prepared properly for him. So I'd imagine that uh, I, I hope that's a fight we get one day. I'm not sure that it would be accepted on the other side. Kieran? Uh, John. You know, he, John knows Lucas's capabilities. Okay, okay. Um, no, but the fight you were looking yeah, for yeah, was yeah. Lu be, Lucas and Kieran. Yeah, I think it'd be a good one, but um, I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not looking forward ever to fighting any of his guys, any of the Kamakas, you know, my yeah, friends yeah, in yeah. Hawaii. Absolutely. Um, any of those guys that we're, we're tight with. So, um, but I mean, once you're inside the top 10, there's not a lot you can do well, about it. You can kind of hop over them a little bit or they can hop over you until you get – closer to the yeah. top five and then you just it's it, gonna happen it's a small pool i mean yeah. there's there's not a lot of room there so i did notice when we were looking at all these with the exception of the uh the main event all all of these fights including the women's fight that we're going to talk about next is right at 145 150 which is yeah there's there's know. even two two fights on the undercard of 45ers that uh one i would for sure like to fight um maybe maybe within the next year okay um and and then the other there's actually two there's another guy from spg with john cavanaugh mm -hmm. uh, who's a who's a good fighter and then another one who's from i want to say he's from france or someone but i think he also trains at spg with john oh, wow. cavanaugh yeah okay okay so if we ever end up fighting over there on that dublin card because of my my gyms in in liverpool or in uh, england and ireland uh I'd imagine they're going to give us somebody from John's gym sure. just because they've got the best guys over there that are fighting in Bellator. It's exciting. It's yeah. Cool. It'll be fun. It's pretty cool. Sinead Kavanaugh and Janae Harding. Uh, this is a featherweight bout, 145. Sinead's coming in at 8-5. and five. Janae Harding, 6-7. and seven. So you don't see a losing record very often yeah. um, in Bellator. I, I honestly thought she'd have been cut when she lost to Lee McCourt. Um, Sinead fights also out of SBG at John Cavanaugh's gym. Um, they have a lot of people. That's got a stable. He has a great, that's where Connor's from. Yeah. They have a great gym, and they are in Dublin, Ireland, and that's where the fight's at, so... They're putting, you know, butts in the seats for sure. Sure. Yeah, that, um, that makes sense. I'm going to go. Uh, Janae Hardy is tough, and she's a big girl. She's tall. Um, I think they're fighting at 45. I think, yeah. Um, that's a tough one. Neither record, neither of the records is great. Yeah. Sinead is. Uh, eight and five. And, yeah. Yeah. Sinead is eight. eight and five, and then Janae is, like I said, six, six and seven. Yeah, so I would imagine that both of them's job is on the line. <laughs> I imagine that both of their jobs are on the yeah. line uh, on that night, for sure. Yeah, and I'm, I'm looking. You said uh, uh, Denise Silva was her last loss. Uh, Leah McCourt, I mean, it looks like she did beat uh, Jesse Miley uh -huh. um, out in 20, back in 2020. But She's on a three-fight skid. Two-fight skid. Two. Yeah. Potentially she's, third. I, th I think she's a. I don't know if it's her or um, Leah is a judo black belt or like a judo player, and, and so that might be her thing. Uh, I'm not sure. Her and Leah were back and forth, but Leah beat her. And Leah is now training in uh, Liverpool with Paul Rimmer at, with my guys at the NG. She'll be on our card actually when we fight in nice. uh, California. So when you look at the bio for Janae, she's listed as a. Uh, 
karate black belt and a blue belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay. So I, I think the other person might have been. might have been, yeah. Um, so that'd be Leah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It's Like you said, both are fighting for their job here. Yeah, what that's what it seems this? like. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Sinead, I think. Um, again for the reason of preparation. I'm not sure where uh Janae trains. I think she might actually train at City Boxing in, in uh she might is she from New Zealand or or Australia? She's from Australia. Australia. Uh Sydney, by the way. I'm looking right here. Uh King's Academy. Okay, so she's in California. Um originally I think she was training with all the guys out of Sonia, Volkanovsky, all those guys. Um, but, I, yeah, I think she's in California now and training at Kings MMA. So I'll go with Snade. Cool. Uh, third fight on this one, and this is uh, – these are 55ers. Yeah. Uh, Peter Quayley and Bryce Logan. Peter Quayley, 13-7. and seven. With a, a no contest, and Bryce Logan's coming in at 12 and 7. Bryce Logan's a four time All American wrestler, D1 uh, from the United States. Um, Peter Queeley is also out of SBG Ireland with John Cavanaugh. His, his no contest was a cut. I, maybe not. He, he lost and won against Patricky Pitbull, the 55er. Whoa. Yeah. Um, but I think his. He split his head open on one of them, and I don't. If it was an if it was a legal elbow, then he that's the one he won. Quayley's got a win against Patricky. Patricky, yeah, the fifty fiver. Um, he, he's tough, man. He's tough, and and uh, he's pretty long for that way. I think he's five eleven. Yeah, he's listed at five ten. Okay, and um, Bryce is coming in at five eight. Okay, so Bryce is my height. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Bryce Logan. Okay. Um, only because the wrestling Peter Queeley is also good at though. We talked on the last podcast about if you have a guy in your clothes guard and you lace the outside of his legs, you can extend them and bring his head down. Yeah. He does that and drops those elbows yeah. to the top of the head. He's yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah. That's what cut but Pitbull. That, that's the, the three to nine we were right, talking about. Right. right. And that, uh, he, he cut Pitbull with that bad enough. They stopped the fight. So, uh, uh I'm going to, I'm going to go with Bryce Logan. Yeah, that's what's I, Bryce's record? Uh, Bryce is coming in at twelve and seven. Twelve and seven. So uh, it's twelve seven and thirteen and seven. I mean, yeah, they're basically the same. You know, um, if you look at Peter Queeley, I'm just trying to see if there's anybody else here noteworthy. Bryce is coming off a, off a, a three fight skid. Oh, is um, he? Yeah. So I don't know. Queeley has fought good guys. He's fought a lot of good guys in Bellator. Yep. So, and again, I this will forever roomy. Uh, you're right. Patricky was doctor stoppage. Okay. Um, for the cut, and then um, that was in May of 2021. They came back in November of 21, and, and Pitbull beat him in the second round, yep. uh, TKO. Um, and then he lost to Benson Henderson in September. Good fight. That was a really good close fight. Uh, f- yeah, it, it was a decision. It was unanimous, but yeah. it, it was it was a decision that he lost. So I like that you're taking Bryce on this one. Um, is it just because you like the style? I mean, it, he's he seems to be a little bit of an underdog on this one. Yeah, I'm sure. He, I mean, to be honest, uh, I could be wrong on this fight only because Queeley's fought high caliber guys. I don't know that Bryce has fought the caliber of opponents that that Peter has. Um, if you go. If you go down, you go ahead and, you go ahead and look at Bryce. If I look at Queeley's opponents, 
in Bellator. Benson Henderson, Patricky Pitbull, Miles Price, who's he's tough, um, and Patricky Pitbull again. Yeah, yeah I might, I might give, you, I might give you another stat that might change your mind. Okay. Bryce Logan's zero and three in Bellator. He trains out of Fight Ready. Um, fight Ready is the Cejudo's gym in Arizona. Okay. And I don't know how long he's been there, but I'm still going with him. I'm, wow. I'm going for the upset. That's, I, I, he's going to get his first win in Bellator. I mean, and you got to think he's fighting for his job. 100%. I mean, 100%. O, o, o 3 right now. I also now. think that he may not have been at Fight Ready the whole time in his career and maybe is now gone there, and they've got him ready. So uh, fight one in Bellator, uh, split decision loss. Fight two in Bellator, unanimous decision loss. Fight three in Bellator that just happened uh, June of 2022. Uh, KO'd uh, with a, a minute a minute into round one. It was with, 107. Um, Mandel Nalo. Yeah, Mandel Nalo. He's on our, our card as well. Okay. Um, what's really weird to me is being a four-time All-American wrestler and losing decisions. Right, like if yeah. you beat one of those guys, you typically got to stop them. Otherwise, they're on top the whole time. Sure. Right, they're they're dominating the the position. They would win the decision. Sure. Um. So yeah, I, I'm I'm going with the upset. Wow. I'm gonna that's, stick with it. All right. That's <laughs> awesome. I, I. That's awesome. Put all your money on it. <laughs> no, don't, don't. <laughs> All right, uh, I think this is probably a co-main event. Um, Pedro yeah. Carvalho and Jeremy Kennedy. Um, yeah. Pedro Carvalho is thirteen and six. This is another featherweight fight, and Jeremy Kennedy's coming in at eighteen and three. So these are guys in front of us in the rankings. Uh, Jeremy Kennedy's the one that just beat Aaron Pico off the shoulder injury. Um, unfortunately for that guy, he didn't switch places with Aaron in the in the rankings. He yeah. still stayed behind him in the rankings. I guess because everyone went off the – it was an injury, but it was a win for him. Um, Pedro Carvalho has fought the who's who of this division. He is uh, – Mads Burdell. Yeah. Um, Pewter. I'm going to – there's no way I'm going to get that dude's name right. I don't know if you recognize that guy, but I'm not even going to try that one. There's a lot of consonants in that one. Nah. All right. Um, <laughs> so uh, Daniel Veitchel, uh J.J. Wilson, Pitbull. Patricio Pitbull, Patricio. Sam Silica, Derek Campos, who's also a stud. Yeah, he's fought a lot of tough guys yeah. in uh, Bellator. Daniel Weichel beat Daniel Weichel. Um, when you look at something like like when he went up against Patricio, he only lasted two minutes and ten seconds into the first round. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that that. Pitbull got lucky, but when you start seeing a finish that quickly, does that can you really learn anything from a finish that quickly? Or, or it, I mean, I know you can get lucky, you can catch somebody. Is there anything to learn there? I mean, it, it depends. If the guy went out and it was striking with Pitbull, 100%. You know, he, he, he'll capitalize on his big overhand or his big hook. Yeah. Um, it's typically, you know, the the straight or the, or the, the hook. I would, I would venture to say Jeremy Kennedy is going to be the better wrestler. Uh, he, he's a he's a damn good wrestler. He he took down Aaron, and that's what ended up hurting Aaron's shoulder in the first place, Pico. But uh, 
Jeremy Kenny is a stud. He's a he's a good wrestler, and I think he wins this fight. I think he wins. I think he finishes this fight. I think I remember that fight. I think when they were trying to yank his shoulder and put it back in. Oh, I totally remember that. Yeah, fight. Yeah, that was Jeremy Kennedy that was fighting Aaron Pico at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I, he took him down, got yes. behind him, you know, and and on the takedown, I believe it was the first takedown. It was was his it his left happened. shoulder, and he yes. reached back in it, and you could see that it. Yeah, I do yeah. remember that fight. And that so was... then he spent the whole round like a savage trying to put his own shoulder back in. And he finished the round, went yeah. back to the corner, and, and they were trying to yank him back it. in. Then he stood up and was trying to get them to let him fight, yep. and they yep. weren't letting him fight. So yep. he had surgery. Um, he's already back training, and, and I believe he's either scheduled already or, or uh, about to be scheduled. Yeah. But, yeah, Jeremy Kennedy's a stud. I'm, I'm going with Jeremy Kennedy handily over Pedro Carvalho. Wow. Who's also out of SBG Ireland. <laughs> so this is like it's like when they went to Perth and half the card was right. Aussies. Yeah, this guy's from Brazil, okay. but uh, he he's been at SBG Ireland for a long time. Awesome, it's tough. Main event of the evening, and we were talking about this before before we hit record. Um, Logan Logan Storley. Yep, and then uh, Amosov. Yep. Tell me. Amosov, Amosov. Um, yeah. He's a stud, man. So, Logan Storley, great American wrestler. Yep. Um, trains an American top team. Uh, we've been on a card with him before when he fought. I forget who he fought, but um, he was injured at the end of the fight. His leg got, got jacked up, and we were hanging out with him and Robbie Lawler in the cafeteria at, at Mohegan Sun. <laughs> Lawler was coaching him. Sweet. And so... Uh, He's very tough. He's a very good wrestler. These guys have fought before, and it was a split decision for Amosov. I talked to someone yesterday whose name I'll leave out of this that said he thought Logan Surly won the fight. Okay. Um, that was I, November I, 2020. Yeah. I didn't see the fight. Um, Logan Storley is a stud wrestler. Amosov was a champion, or is the champion. He lives in Ukraine. As soon as all the, the bombings started, he saw, and he had video of it, out his window, the chaos. He loaded his family up, drove hours and hours away out of town, and took them somewhere. Then, in his head, he wanted to go back and fight. He went back into town, and uh, I believe they have all been in the military or or have to go yeah, through some, some sort, sort of, of military. Compuls compulsory military. He was back service. in, and uh, man, everyone was was praying for him for a long time. And there's a cool video, and I'm sure it was a a photo op of some sort. But he's full gear in the field climbing out of a hole and he's got the bellator belt over his shoulder it's pretty <laughs> awesome um but yeah he's he's now back and uh back in action he, he's a stud man i don't know what his training's been like you know uh, it hasn't been that long since he's been back at it and i i know logan storley's coming off of uh a boring win over michael venom page that scott coker was literally freaking out over the the win because uh how boring it was you know he was but at the same time he was fighting a guy that if he didn't fight that way he was going to get knocked yeah, out and it was a split decision <clears throat> right so it shouldn't have been a split decision he he did dominate him uh but it was it was boring but i don't know when you have such a significant advantage one way and the other guy has a significant advantage the other way you have to fight him your way or you're gonna it was gonna be a loss right and that was for the interim belt and sure. he did what he had to do to win um sounds like uh carlin rose 
Yeah, I mean, that was – neither one of them tried. <laughs> neither one of them did what they had to do to win. They just had to give somebody the win. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I – he's a, he's a good wrestler. Amasov, also a great wrestler, you know. Um, Amasov is number four on the pound-for-pound pound ranking. Yeah. Um, He's been the champ for a long time. His record is what, 26 and 0. 26 and 0. Yeah, 26 and 0, never suffered a defeat. He um Logan Sorley's record. Uh, let me pull it up here. Um 14 and 1. 14 and 1. And I his only he... loss is a split decision to right. Amazon. Can you tell me did he have a I thought he had a stint in the UFC, but maybe he didn't. No. Nothing. Nope. Okay. Not listed. Uh I figured once you said fourteen and one that he hadn't. Otherwise, he'd still be there. You know, and and I don't know. I don't know what you make on the pound for pound. We talked a little bit um, after uh, uh, the last fight, um, but ahead of him is Patricio, Vadim Nemkov, and AJ McKee, three stud fighters. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, the pound for pound ranking is always going to be kind of um, subjective. Yes, kind of subjective because. You know, more than half of those guys, maybe three-quarters of those guys, will never fight each other. Yeah. Right? They're all in different weight classes. Some of them are three and four weight classes apart. Yep. So that's never going to be a thing. Um, so it's kind of like who's the GOAT, right? Is it is it GSP? Is it Anderson Silva who stuck right. around too long and lost or losing a lot? But yeah. at the time he was. Yeah. Same for Fedor. Yeah. You know, he was on a, a 10-year win streak. Yep. Then whatever. So you can say, like, for that time he was the GOAT. But overall, you know, if you look at it, it's got to be someone like GSP, like John Jones, like uh, Khabib. I was just going to ask know. you to put Khabib in there. Yeah, yeah, a, for sure. I, a lot of people have a hard time with Khabib's 29-0 because they only put, like, what, five fighters Maybe six that are top guys. Top guys. Yeah, he, yeah. he had a lot of guys that were not top guys. Um, he did destroy most of the guys that were the top guys. Um, but it's just a, it's a tough call on on who you pick for that. GSP had two losses. One was to Matt Hughes. He redeemed it. One was to Matt Hume. He redeemed it. You know, um, John Jones only loss is a is a DQ for an illegal elbow. Um, so there's there's. Something to be said for for guys who were the the goat in their time. Yep. And then they're you know, I, I think the only way you can do it is like the one seventy goat, the one eighty five goat, the two hundred five goat. An overall guy is just hard to say unless it's like, um, I mean to be honest, you can even look at someone like Dan Henderson. If you look at Dan Henderson's record, uh, he has a lot of losses, most of them later in the career, but he fought literally. Everybody from 185 to 205 to heavyweight, uh, he was a champion, I believe, in pride. He was a champion, I believe, maybe not in the UFC, but I think he was. Um, yeah, he just, you know, he, he's a guy that went through every list of every name of guy you know and, and had beat, you know, had beat everyone, yeah. lost to some, but um, he, he's at least got to be in the – in the conversation a little bit you know I, i've seen um i've seen comparisons in basketball that you look at um michael jordan there's no comparison no. <laughs> michael jordan end of story you got you got lebron right now you got michael before him and then you can talk about maybe kareem or somebody and they talk about generations and especially in basketball they talk a lot about how the game has changed 
and it's really hard to compare players in different generations because the game has changed a lot. Would you make a parallel comparison in the UFC that the fighting game has changed going back to maybe uh, GSP or you know maybe even Dan Henderson and now obviously there's been a lot of changes but maybe even going back to GSP has the sport changed a lot? Yeah, I mean the rules haven't changed much. You know, the athletes just continue to get better and better and better, right. um, and and have all the resources to to train. You know, in every spot of recovery, and and every strength conditioning facet, like everything they can do, and that's been there for quite a while. GSP was the the most fit, strong, you know, athletic guy. Still period. Is. Yeah, yeah, he is a freak. Still does gymnastics and stuff all the time. Yeah, so. Uh, it's changed, but like, if you want to go back to basketball again, real quick, just because I'm I'm a Jordan fan, you see memes of the comparisons of what Michael Jordan did to what LeBron did, yeah, and it comes down to six, six championships, two repeats, uh, three peat, two three peats. That guy has what, one, two, two now. Mm, he might have. I think he's he went to like nine in a row, and he's got three. Maybe three, LeBron. I think not he- three. I'm, I'm almost positive not three, just because they just posted that thing the other yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I want to say it was only two, and uh, and yeah, the, it might be. He got one in Miami, and then he's got one as a Laker, and that that. F- yeah, Michael Jordan says finals lost zero. Yeah, finals lost six yeah. or something. Maybe seven. seven something yeah. Like yeah, and and finals won six. Finals lost or one. It's it's one or two, and. Uh, so, you know, as a as an individual player, it, it's it's hard to say, I guess. Um, but I think Michael Jordan just played a different game than LeBron James plays. Yeah, absolutely. You look it up. Uh, yeah, I was going to see if I could pull it up really quick. Um, by the way, the right answer is Michael Jordan. So, thank um, you, thank you. <laughs> I, I used I, to work at Dan Marley's. Uh, Dan Marley used no to play kidding. for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, yeah. And I, I worked him. in his bar when the Phoenix Suns and the Bulls were in the playoffs together. Okay. And I was in the bar cheering for the Bulls yeah. in Phoenix. Didn't go over well. No. But I was just a, ah, for Michael Jordan. And, uh, man, it was Jordan, Pippen. Like, those guys were, oh, yeah. were the savages back then. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, growing up in Seattle, the Sonics ran into the 96 Bulls, and it wasn't, wasn't fair. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'd have to go through and look. I, I'm sure. I'm sure our listeners will tell us what the correct stat is. I'm sure they will. Um, but um, no, he's got four. Just says right here: two with the Miami Heat, one with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and one with the Lakers. So he Maybe is just four out of ten. He's lost six finals and he's won four, but he went to like nine in a row or something like that. Um, but if Wikipedia is correct, and that sounds right to me. Um, that Fine. he's got, he's got four. Fine. <laughs> Sorry. So, but en- enough basketball. So we we didn't go back and 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 say who who do you have for this one? Are you taking um, Amosov? I so this is one of my my heart goes with Amosov. Um, it's tough. It's a tough call because I feel like Logan Storley has probably been training for this fight. Yeah. For a much longer. He's he's you know kind of understands his game of what he's what he's approaching what he's got to, what, what he's got in front of him Amosov was fighting in the war right 
he's now back training for the fight. Yeah. I don't know how long he's been back in the gym training for the fight, if it's been long enough, if the time off was too long. Um, you know, I, I don't think it was that long, but it was. It had to be at least last year sometime that he fought, maybe a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and so if I'm oh, – that's tough because Logan Sterling has one loss. To Amazov him. has zero. Split. Like, this is a big fight. This yeah. is a big fight. Yeah. Can you see um, – I'll look right now. Amosov's last fight – Oh, um, yeah, I could have pulled that up. Was tw- uh, June 11th, 2021. So it's been so two years. Yeah. Right by the time they fight, it's, it's almost two years. Um, in, in 2001 – Seattle Mariners made it to the postseason, and the first team they ran up against were the New York Yankees two weeks after 9-11. Oh. The whole country was pulling for the Yankees. Sure. The Yankees won, I think, in six. Um, and I kind of think about this where it's like, right. I, don't, I don't know who's going to win, but it's hard not to pull for Asimov because he's fighting for his country and serving. You know, like, for sure. How do you, how do you root against that? And not to get political, but he's definitely got a lot of money behind him now. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, and and it makes you wonder, like, what kind of training is he? What kind of shape is he in just being a soldier? I mean, right. I, you know, I'm sure he's not fueling himself well, but right. I'm sure that his his cardio and strength is probably going. I would think that he'd be at a high level of, of physicality, Fitness. yeah, just because he's been training and fighting. Sure. So yeah, I, I'm hoping that Amosov pulls it off, but um, you're. I think Storley might pull it off. Yeah, I I get that, and, and it, it yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah, it makes sense. And then I hope there's a rematch. Well, they'd so if oh, so if Storley does win, then they'd be one and one, right. and then you've got to get the rubber match out right. of that for sure. So especially cool. since both guys have the belt. Um. So, and I, I did know this actually, this show's Saturday, so this will be, this oh, will be cool, on cool. Saturday night. So, if you're tuning into Showtime, Saturday night is when. Awesome. When In Dublin, right? In Dublin. Cool. Thank you guys for watching. We'll keep you back next week for recap. It is all over. Just like that.